Okay, let's continue from where we left off last, last week. We are in the middle of having fun trying to figure out when the base of the Megadish was destroyed and doing lots of fun mathematics. What can we continue on with even more fun? The Gemara says as follows. Lechem b'shniyah, similarly, the Bryce said earlier that historically the, the second base of Megadish was also destroyed on, on Sunday, Tishabav, and the day after, the, the, the year after following a Shemitah year. So the first year of the Shemitah cycle, we said the Shemitah cycle, at this point we're assuming Shemitah cycle goes, one, that we have six years of regular work, one year of Shemitah, which is a year of rest for the land. That's the seventh year, and continue this to do the seven cycles, a total of 49 years, and afterward, after those 49 years, the 50th year is what's called Yevo, which is the second year of rest, so we'll have two years of rest back to back, where you got the, Shemitah, the, seventh, the seventh year of the seventh cycle, the seventh Shemitah year, followed by Yevo, Two years of rest back to back. That's the basics of the cycle. But it says over here, the Gemara seems to the, the, Gemara, the Gemara says that similarly, the year of the, the destruction of the second base of Mikdash also took place on the first year of one of the Shemitah cycles. So it was year one of one of those seven year cycles in the, uh, within those first forty nine years of Yevon. The Gemara asks the this does not seem to fit mathematically. That we'll be able to work out that the first year following the second base the the first the Destruction of the second base of Mikdash took place in the first year of a Shemitah cycle. Nachti, Gemara says, let's go see. Bayasheni kamakam. How long was the duration of the second base of Mikdash? How many years did it stand? This is Arbamea, Arbamea, 400, but asked him in 20, 420. So we've got basic, we got, we got pretty basic math over here. If you're trying to figure out Yevils, then the way we figure out a Yevil, every Yevil is 50 years, 49 years plus one year, 50 years. So therefore, over the course of 400 years, we're going to have exactly eight Yevil cycles, right? It's um, easy, divisible, it's divisible by 50. 50 years per Yevil cycle, we'll have eight Yevils plus 20 years. The Gemara, the Gemara goes on, Gemara explains that, uh, that over the course of the second base of the Mekdash, were Arba Mea, the Esther, there were 420, Arba Mea, for 400 years is Tamna Yevli, is eight Yevils. Like as we, uh, you know, as we just explained, it's 50 years per Yevil cycle. Got two, 250 years per 100. 400 is eight, eight Yevil cycles. 400 years, we've got eight Yevil cycles. Now, Arba, Arba, Arba Sri, 14 out of the 20, is Trey Shui. That would break into two equal Shemitah cycles. Pashal Then we'll have six remainder. Havel that would come out to be six, the Shavuah of the, of the year, the year six of the year, of, of, of the seven-year cycle. So again, just to do over the basic math, if I divide, if I try to divide 420 by 50, you'll get eight. You're, you still have a remainder of 20 years. 20 divided by seven for the seven Shemitah cycles, you now, you now would have two remainder six, two with six extra years. So then, if we were trying to figure out what year the base of Mikdash was destroyed in, assuming the base of Mikdash was the beginning of counting, or as Clarice Hall and Gauls, as the Jewish people were in exile, they did not count. They restarted the count when they got to Eretz Yisrael. So in that case, we, would, we, we then would have six years as a remainder. It would be the sixth year of the Abel. The Gemara says, have a little bit of that should then be in the sixth year of the Shemitah cycle. The Gemara says, Haman, your beauty. Yes, that's true. That, that, math, that mathematically should work. But let's go throw in just a little bit of a twist. 
We're going according to the opinion of Rabbi Huda. The Amr Shnas Chamesh Amayil Lakan Alakan. Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that a Yevel cycle only takes 49 years. The year of Yevel counts as year number one to the new cycle. So again, you would have seven Shemitahs with seven, with, um, with seven cycles of seven, the seventh year of each one being Shemitah. And following that seven, then you restart the cycle up to year one. Year one is also called Yevel. So it's not that year, not that Yevel is, you know, it's, it's within its own group. You have a 50-year Yevel cycle. You only have a 49-year cycle. The year Yevel is year number one of the new cycle. So let's go do the mathematics now according to Yehuda. According to Yehuda, basically, our math is that we, we would be off by six, by, 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 I'm sorry, by eight. 400 years is seven Yevels. Well, it's really only 49 years, so we're still eight years out. The uh, Gemara speaks out. I see Tamnaya mi Tamnaya Yevli. We now have an additional eight years from eight Yevels. Vahanishas, together with these six, have our Besar. Then it would come out to be the 14th year. Ishtaka would come out the Matzah Shviyaz Harav. That it was destroyed on, on Matzah Shemitah. So again, just do the basic math. If we have eight Yevels, like we, like we previously explained, and each of those eight Yevels really, really is one year shorter, it's only 49 years, then mathematically it should come out in year 392 would be the, would be the final Yevel. Now what you're left with is 28 years until the Yevel. That's exactly seven Shemitahs. 28 divided by seven is four. So we've got exactly four cycles. If, if immediately following that was the Chorban Habayis, immediately following the 420 years, immediately following the, 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 um, this number of 20, it would be uh, 84 Yevels, the, uh, sorry, 12 Yevels, at that point, the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, and then it would work out that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed immediately following a, 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 a Shemitah. The Gemara says, Ir Bihuda, if we go there for Bihuda, then Barishen Hasla. The Gemara says that this doesn't work. That's wonderful for the, for the calculations of the second Beis HaMikdash. But we said that both Bate Mikdash, both of the um, both the, the, the exiles following the destruction of both of the of the Beis Hamikdash was on the year following Shemitah. The Gemara says that this, you know, we saw, we kind of made all the numbers work for the second Beis Hamikdash. Four twenty is divisible by if you if you got the forty nine would end at three ninety two, and then we'll have an additional four. That would be perfect. That would in in, in that case everything would work, but. If we, but when we move back to the first place of Mikdash, then the numbers kind of all, all collapse. The Tanya, as the Barisa says, Sheva Asar Yevos, Mani Yisrael, Mishinach Nusulah, it's Achiyatsu. There were 17 Yevos that Klai Yisrael, the Jewish people counted from the point where they entered Eretz Yisrael until the point, which, the point that they left, meaning at the Zman of the Chorban, at the time of the destruction of the base of Mikdash. Now, for anyone who could figure out 17, what's 17 Yevos? So that's really, that's going to be really 16, uh, we'll, we'll do 16, which would be 800 years, plus 50, it would be 850 years. You can't tell me that they began right away. If that would work out, if you would do that, then it would be that the base of Mitzvah would be destroyed in the beginning of a Yevil count. That was based on the Gemara that we said, or that we said previously, and it says fourteen that uh, fourteen years after the base of Mikdash was Yevel. So now, if you were going to count it, if you're going to begin the count immediately, immediately after, then 
then, um, then, then you would not have 14, 14 years following the destruction of the base of Mikdash, then Yevil would fall out. So just to do the basic math, from when Klai Yisrael entered Eretz Yisrael until the base of Mikdash was destroyed, not, without going to all the exact detail, that was exactly 850 years. So again, 850 years from immediately, follow, from immediately when Klai Yisrael entered the land until the destruction of the first base of Mikdash. So if the count began immediately right away, then it would come out that the destruction of the, of the first base of Mikdash would also be on a Yavel. 850 should break evenly to be Yavels, to be, as we said, 17 Yavels. So the destruction of the base of Mikdash should be immediately following the Yavel. If that's so, then Yavu wouldn't take place 14 years following the destruction of the base of Mikdash because they're just, the numbers just wouldn't work. We're 14 years off. Yavu was 50 years. 30, we're 36 years off. So therefore the Gemara says we could prove from over here that 14 years don't count. If Yavu came out two years, uh, sorry, 14 years following the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, you, seem to, you, you see clearly over here that 14 of the years that Klai Yisrael was in Eretz Yisrael do not count. So even though there were 850 years in Eretz Yisrael, they were still 14 years shy of a Yavu. Now, how do we do that? The Gemara says that we could, that we could work it out. Subtract the seven that they conquered and the seven that they split, out, split up, and then you'll, then you'll have 14 years, follow, uh, 14 years after, the, the city, uh, after the city fell. So the, the way that the Gemara now wants to reconcile assuming what seems to be a contradiction, we know the base of Mikdash lasted, was destroyed 850 years after Kalanius, after the Jewish people entered, entered the land of Eretz Yisrael, and then it, would, then it should break evenly in 50-year pa- year patches and Yevil patches would come out to be exactly 17 years. The Gemara, the, the Gemara says, well, how does that feel? That Yevil was actually 14 years after the destruction. This, the two Pesukim don't fit. Well, if... They started counting immediately when they entered, then it would come out that Yevil would be on the, on the year that it was destroyed. And the Pasuk seems to say it was only 14 years after it was destroyed, that's when the year of Yevil was. So the Gemara explains as follows. The first 14 years don't count. Why don't the first 14 years count? Because they weren't f- fully settled. Um, there's a concept brought down in the Gemara pretty often called Shavash HaKipshu Shavash The first 14 years, Klai, so the Jewish people weren't totally settled in the land of Eretz Israel. It took seven years to fully conquer Eretz Yisrael. So although they may have entered, it took seven years to actually take control of the land. And then following this, the, 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 those, the, the, those seven years of taking over the land of Eretz Yisrael, then they, then they needed additional seven years to allocate and divide up the land that they conquered. So it would be a sum total of 14 years that although they, owned, that they entered the land, they didn't completely own and you know, split up the land properly. Those are the years that we call Shavash Kipshu, the seven years it was conquered, and Shavash Achilku, the seven years that it was divided up. So the Gemara says that clearly, from the fact that we see that the 14, that only 14 years after the Jewish people entered Eretz Yisrael, that's when Yevil was, this seems, to, this seems to imply that for 14 years they weren't counting Gables, because otherwise it would land evenly. Which 14 years were there? The Gemara says that was the 14 years that they didn't actually, so to speak, to fully control the land, they weren't, it wasn't divided up properly, and those, at that point they weren't counting Gables. So now we could push the beginning, the begin date or 14 years, and then only 14 years after the destruction of the Mesa Mikdash, that's when Eyevil um, came out. But this is based on, this is a wonderful calculation, but this is assuming that every Eyevil is 50 years. The Gemara says, The Gemara says that this number is, again, would not work. If we're going according to the opinion of Rabbi Huda, so again, 850 is exactly on the Eyevils. Okay, then it would come out that 
the, the destruction of the base is immediately following the Yevil. Everything would be perfect. That would work well. The first base Mikdash would be the first would, would, would be a, would be the first year immediately immediately following a Yevil. However, if we go according to, according to the opinion of Yehuda, like we said, eight hundred and fifty years would, should contain seventeen Yevils. Seventeen of these fifty year chunks. So Yehuda says no. Those year those chunks were only forty nine years, not fifty years. So then it comes out that we really have to subtract. 17 years, because we got 1750s. We got to subtract, and review this as they weren't 50s, they're only 49, so we were an additional seven, seven years up on that. Then it would come out, according to the opinion of Yehuda, that it was really on the third year following the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, following a Yevil that the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash took place, meaning that we got 17. 17 is divisible by four, by, by seven, twice, with, an, with a remainder of three. Those three years now, it should be that if they only began counting, say, 14 years in, then they would st- they still should be three years off within the count. So again, according to the opinion of Yehuda, the numbers again don't seem to work because it was 850 years. If everything worked perfectly fine, if we could divide everything evenly into 50s, it would come out that it was the following year following Kei'evil, which fits with, which which fits that the first Mishnah was destroyed on the first year of a Shemitah cycle. But if we follow follow through with the, according to the opinion of Yehuda, Yehuda says there are only 49 years per Yevil. In that case, it should be 17 years following Yevil, and 17 years following Yevil is three years into the Shemitah cycle, following through the seven year the the, 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 the seven year cycle. So the Gemara basically leaves off. The Gemara asks a question: can't, This price cannot does not seem to fit according to Yehuda because according to Yehuda, the first price Mishnah was not destroyed the year following a Shemitah. The Gemara says that. <clears throat> Gemara says that no, the numbers seem to work, but there was really a break at some point in the middle of the destruction, uh, middle of this, the, the, the uh, in middle of the bias region, middle of the first temple, where they were not counting Yehudos, and that break was at some point Sancherev, was a king came over, came over, and he exiled a large portion of the Jewish people. So because, during that point, where part of the Jewish people were in exile, then they stopped counting. So they weren't counting straight through. So it wasn't for the entirety of the 850 years. We don't know exactly what the number is, at least we're not going to go to exactly what the number is, but there was this large chunk of time that's missing. And basically, if you were to, we could, we could suggest, and Rashi goes through this to show you exactly what that number was, but we could basically say now, well, we've got, enough, we, we got a big X going on. We got a chunk of time that they weren't counting Gables. So it's very likely that the Shemitah and Yevil cycles were actually off because they had these bunch of years that they were missing. So you can't pull out your right. You could do all your numbers, all your calculations. It, was, it stood for 50 years. That's all wonderful. That's great. Fine and dandy. But practically, these numbers are not going to help you because there's still another point that we, that, 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 that we need to figure out, which is that a lot of the Yevils just didn't count because they weren't counting Yevils then. Therefore, you know, you're right. It should come out to year number three. But hey, there's a bunch of years that they didn't count, and that's how that's how everything would kind of fit in. That would be the year following Yevil. That's the way the Gemara explains it. So basically, although our calculation is correct, but we're missing another factor, which is that there was a point in time where they were not counting. And if you factor that part in, then it's very likely that yeah, that, that that the destruction of the Mishnah actually came out on the year following the Shemitah. That is the first answer the Gemara gives. The Gemara says alternatively. Really, goes like, really, this fits according to the opinion of the Rabbana. Even though, according to the opinion of the Rabbana, like we spoke about before, the numbers really should not add up in the second base of Mikdash, because it was 420 years, and 420 it should come out that it was the sixth year of a Shemitah. So the Gemara says, and when it says that the same thing occurred in the Bayashishim, it occurred in the Bayashim, 
It refers to the rest of the things, meaning that we're saying that the base of was destroyed. The first base of was destroyed on Tisha B'Av. It was destroyed. It was destroyed the first year of the Shemitah cycle. It was destroyed on Matzah Shabbos. They were in the middle of singing the song for the fourth day of uh, for, for Wednesday, and so on. So the fact that we say and the same thing happened in the second base of Mikdash should not be taken literally that exactly identical the same thing happened. It means everything else, you know. Pretty much the same thing happened by the Bayashini. You're right. If you go figure out the math, it was not the, fa- the first year of the Shemitah cycle. But the rest, the fact that it was destroyed on Sunday, the fact that it was destroyed on Tisha B'av, the fact that they were singing that song, well, that occurred. And therefore, we'll, we'll, therefore, and so too, even though it's not exactly, it means it was pretty much the same thing happened by the destruction of the second base of Mikdash, even though this second base of Mikdash was destroyed in the sixth year of Shemitah, not the first year. This also seems logical. It seems reasonable to assume that Bechin should not be taken literally as meaning exactly the same thing happened the first half and the second. It means pretty much the same thing. If you do not say that, and rather you say that everything happened exactly, then the Gemara brings on another thing. The, 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 the family that was servicing the temple at that point was the Mishmaras, was the group called Yahayarev. The Gemara says, well, if you look historically, Yahayarev did not make it from the first base of Mikdash to the second base of Mikdash. After the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, Yahayarev no longer served by the second base of Mikdash. So when we described what happened, it says that, well, when the, when, when the um, enemies came into the base of Mikdash, Yahayarev was serving then. And it says the same thing happened by the second one. It would appear almost as if to say that Yahayarev was also servicing at that point during the second base of Mikdash. The Gemara says, but that's impossible. Yahayarev didn't exist by the second base of Mikdash. Vahatayin, the Bryson says, Arba Mishmaris Alumina There were only four of the families of Kayanim that came back up from Babel, from Babylonia to Eretz Yisrael. Only four of the Kohen families, out of the 24, only one sixth, four of them came back to, serve, to, 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 to Eretz Yisrael following the rebuilding of the, uh, of the base of Mikdash, the building of the second base of Mikdash. Who are they? There were Yadaya, Vicharim, Pashkar, Ve'emar. Amen, Neviyim, Shebeneim, Vicholkim, Lachavta, Mishmaris. The Neviyim, the prophets that existed during, during the, the, the construction of the second base of Mikdash, came and they divided these four families into 24 groups. So it used to be 24 groups and 24 families. Only four of the families came back. I said, you know what? You four families, you will now represent all 24. And therefore, these families were divided up. These four families were divided up into 24 groups. Balaam, the Gemara describes that they mixed up these different groups and wrote each one and gave, gave, you know, each one had a name. They gave each one a name. They wrote the name, they put it in, they put it in a box, Vinaslam Bakilbi, they mixed they put it in a box. So they had a 24 piece of paper. Yadaya came and he picked out six lots. So again, you've got 24 lots of 24, the names of the 24 different groups that existed before. Yadaya came, notice the first of the four groups came. And he took his group and Bechelik Haver So just to, again, just to simplify, I don't know if I was clear. Basically, they wrote down the names of the 24 different families that existed during the first Pesach Mikdash. They wrote them down on a piece of paper. They threw, they threw these lots into a box. Okay. Yadayah came and he drew out his, he drew out the first card. And believe it or not, the first card took Yadayah on it. Then Yadayah, the family of Yadayah came along and took, the, took another five lots. Bacharim, and then similarly Charim came along, stuck his hand in, and lo and behold, on the paper, it said Charim. And then Vechelet Chavar Yeshesh, and they took an additional five lots. Vechem Pashkar Vechem Emar. And so too, with Pashkar and Emar, they followed through with this lot drawing system, 
Then each one took over, they kept their own regular family group, their regular rights to their service in the base of Mikdash. But in addition to that, they were awarded the, the, the five other families' rights to service. So now each family group walked away with six. So there were 24 groups. Of them, only four of them came up. So Chazal said, we're going to keep up with the same system. You know, however we divided up before, we're going to follow through with the same schedule. But each family really gets now six. Since only four of you came up, therefore you four get all six families. You four get six families. And they drew the lots, and then they follow through with the system. And now, say, Yahayarov may be under, say, Pashkar's reign. And now Pashkar has the right to serve when Yahayarov is supposed to be serving. The Gemara says that Hiskinu Nevi'im Shebeneim, and following that the prophets instituted, even if Yahayarov, the greatest of all the Mishmaris, were to come up, at that point, if say Yadaya took Yahyarov's group, even if even if Yahyarov comes up, then they only have a right to assist. They're not they're no longer considered the primary Mishmar since they didn't come up when they were supposed to right away in the beginning. Now Yadaya took over, and even if Yahyarov comes over, that uh, then they won't have a right to service. So again, just to speak it out clearly, there basically only four of this uh, only four of the groups came up, and. Therefore, the Chazal said that, you know, we're dividing all the different family member, family groups up into these four groups. It used to be 24, now each one gets six. To the extent that even if another family then decides they're living in Babel, they're like, you know what, we're going to make an aliyah, we're moving to Eretz Yisrael. They have no right now to push the family that took over their group out of the service of the Beis HaMikdash. If they want, then they can join together with them, they can help them out, they can assist them, they could take a secondary role but they do not ever have the right to ever take back their role. Once they forfeited their right by not coming up, when the base of victory was destroyed, lost, they lost that right for, for now, from now on that they, no they no longer are considered a primary group um, in the base of Mikdash. So the Gemara asks as follows. We said in the time of the first base of Mikdash, Yahayarev, it was during the service of Yahayarev. The destruction of the first base of Mikdash was during the service of Yahayarev. The Gemara says, well, there were only four, really, really four families that serviced after that. And, one of the, and none of them were Yahayarov. Yahayarov may be, had the ability to come and fill in as a secondary role, but they never, they, at, by the time the second base of was rebuilt, then there were only four fam- families, Yad, y- y- Yadaya, Charim, Pashar, and Amar. That does not include Yahayarov. How could we say the second base of was destroyed during the service of Yahayarov? The Gemara says, Allah Asherah. From here we could prove that it refers to the rest of them, meaning that although it says v'chein, and so too, it should not be taken literally. It doesn't mean exactly the same thing happened during the second base of Mikdash as what happened during the first base of Mikdash. Do not read it like that. Rather read it that, that it was pretty much the same thing. It wasn't exactly, it was pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it wasn't Yayar, so it was Yadai, it was a different, a different family member, but it was pretty much the same thing. They can't, it happened on Sunday, it happened on Dish, but it was pretty similar during the second base of Mikdash. Once we do that, we can similarly answer the first question that we asked. We said that if you do mathematically, the base of Mikdash was, was around for 420 years. If that's so, or based on that, it should come out it was, uh, that the base of Mikdash was destroyed either immediately following the sixth year of the, of the, um, of the Shemitah process. So if so, the Gemara, the, 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 the Gemara says, how does, that, how does it compare now to the first base of Mikdash was destroyed the first year of the Shemitah cycle? Gemara answers that it was Asherah, we see anyway, we can prove from a different point that it wasn't exactly the same thing happened during the second base of Mikdash as what happened by the first base of Mikdash, it was only pretty much the same. And therefore, 
it's you know over here also you're right or it was it wasn't didn't happen the first year of the shemitah cycle but it was pretty much the same in regards to everything else. Rav Ashi Amar, we're going to read one more one more piece of the Gemara because it just kind of flows in. This one still connects the last thing. No, even the second base of English, you really should have been on the sixth year, right? But you should know the destruction of Abyssin Mikdash happened on the first year. Why? Because the counting of Yevlis, the counting of Shemitahs and Yevl, did not start immediately. It started only six years after the building of the base, the construction of the base of Mikdash, meaning on year 414. Year 414, should be a Shemitah year, meaning that the base was destroyed immediately after a Shemitah. So everything would work out. Subtract six years. The first six years, the first six years, they weren't counting. Why not? And the construction of our of of our house at the end, closely the third day of of the of the month of of the month of Hadar. Which is the sixth year of their Yavishes. So the construction began. The, 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 the Ezra only moved up to the seventh by the seventh year of the construction of sorry the seventh year of Dayavish. Dayavish began it in the year following his ascent to the throne. So it comes out now that Ezra only came up the sixth year of the construction of the base of Mikdash. Those first six years we don't count. Therefore, everything will divide equally. Four fourteen is is divisible by seven with the Shemitahs and Yevil cycles. Eight hundred years for. Uh, the 400 years are for eight Yavos, 14 years now for two Shemitahs. Immediately following that was the destruction of the base of Mikdash. The numbers now peer, out ex- peer up excellently that immediately following that, the destruction of the base of Mikdash would have been, in fact, the first year following the Shemitah. We'll stop here, everyone. Um, I don't know when you're listening to it. Enjoy. And we will continue. We'll pick up again following Sukkot.